After the hour of six o'clock, our apologies for the late start of the year in review. We invite you to stay tuned for that coming up next. IEFM News in Review. It's been another year of unexpected challenges with mixed emotions, some triumphs and joys. A worldwide pandemic continued to dominate the news, again commanding the attention of our policymakers and the nation. Welcome to the 2021 Year in Review through the eyes of the media, a production of the news department of Kyrie FM, the top stories which dominated the news in 2021. Here are your presenters. I'm Linda Martin. I am Sheldon Peter. I am Priska Julian. I am Steve Vidal. I am Idona Jumbaptist. We will be back after word from our sponsors. For good eggs? I mean quality fresh eggs straight from the farm? Well, we have exactly what you're looking for. No matter the quantity, we've got the right amount. Visit us at Prince City Downstairs Kyrie FM on Independence Street for your fresh farm eggs or call telephone 448-7331, 448-7330 or 448-8752 and we'll get you your fresh farm eggs. Better with a Digicel Prime plan. Turn on your data to stay connected and entertained on the go. Don't stress about Wi-Fi access. Just enjoy more movies on Playgo, more sports on Sportsmax, more radio on Go Loud, and more music on T Music. No surprise charges. Only entertainment. Get a one-day Prime starter data plan for only three dollars in the My Digicel app. Digicel, better together. This is Kyrie FM. You're listening to Through the Eyes of the Media. I'm Linda Martin. An accident on January 30th, 2021 at Pichle left one man dead as a result. Police PRO Inspector John Carbon reported a truck resignation at TJ109 driven by Nassif Lloyd of Grand Bay and a motorcycle registration TP427 driven by Denon Alexander were involved in a head-on collision. 
A new organization was launched in Dominica aiming to become the voice for citizen concerns. The National Joint Action Movement comprises a wide cross-section of organizations, including political parties, private organizations, trade unions, and faith-based organizations. A 3.3 magnitude earthquake was recorded off Dominica's southern coast on January 4, 2021, of 10 kilometers. This followed a number of small quakes that were felt in the south of Dominica in 2020. UV Seismic Research Center scientists urged persons to be cautious while assuring citizens there was no reason to panic. The 2017 revised laws of Dominica are now official state law, replacing the 1990 revision of Dominica's laws. Attorney General Levi Peter made the announcement following a cabinet meeting where three commencement orders were approved for gazetting. The Waterfront and Allied Workers Union sought to restore the salaries of dockers employed at the Dominica Air and Seaport Authority, which have been reduced since 2002. With deductions in dockers' pay amounting to nearly $8 million, Secretary and Treasurer of Wawu Curtis Augustus told Kyrie News salary increase discussions with Dasbro would continue from January 13, 2021. Augustus said Wawu had written to Dominica's Prime Minister regarding the matter. Only 80 days into the new year, Dominique recorded its first murder for 2021. The victim, an 86-year-old woman of Grand Bay. Bernadette Nicholas was found lying in a pool of blood at her residence in Woodford Hill after being stabbed multiple times. At the time, one man was held in custody for questioning in relation to the case. Prime Minister Roosevelt Skerritt hoped to have implemented electoral reform measures in Dominica by the end of 2021. Mr. Skerritt said Dominica's Electoral Commission has had discussions with Reform Commissioner Sir Dennis Byron and Mr. Skerritt expressed his hope for support by advocates for electoral reform on the measures suggested by Sir Dennis Byron. The Dominica Association of Teachers presented a counter-proposal to government following a meeting with its members on salary negotiations. First Vice President of the DAT, Julian Benjamin, told Kyrie of a productive meeting with members weighing in on government's offer of a one-off payment for the triennium. Consultations for the reclassification of the public service began in 2021, and Prime Minister Roosevelt Skerritt hoped that by year's end, government would stand ready to implement a new system. Mr. Skerritt said the Caribbean Center for Development Administration, who was contracted by government for the reclassification exercise, conducted consultations with stakeholders. He expressed his hope stakeholders would fully participate to advance this initiative. Citizens were advised to be on alert for sharks when venturing into the sea, as an increase in shark sightings were reported in the region. Dominica's Fisheries Division issued the warning, reporting an increase in sharks had been noted in the eastern Caribbean waters with shark attacks occurring in St. Kitts and Nevis and St. Martin. While Dominica's citizens were still coming to terms with the cancellation of Carnival 2021, Dominica's tourism agencies began planning for Carnival 2022. Meetings were held between the Ministry of Tourism, the Dominica Festivals Committee and the Discover Dominica Authority to plan for Carnival and other festivals next year. All carnival stakeholders, including local bands and cultural groups, were invited to take part in the virtual event. Events coordinator of the DFC, Marvel Williams, said the stakeholders would be engaged for suggestions on the improvements of carnival. The Alternative People's Party reported positive responses to its push for coalition. The APP is the latest party on Dominica's political scene, announcing its aim to form alliances from its inception. 
The Dominica Public Service Union said it was awaiting the final draft of a controversial public health bill from the National Health Commission. The commission presented the hospital's authority bill to the public for review last year. However, the bill was met with significant backlash from Dominica's unions. Government offered a compensation package to squatter farmers who lost their crops at Joe Burton as construction began on new housing in the area. MMCE commenced work on 37 homes to accommodate displaced people as plans progress for the construction of an international airport in Wesley. Following his unexpected resignation as leader of the Dominica Freedom Party, Kent Vital told Kyrie News he left to follow his convictions. Vital drops the news via a press statement, claiming he would continue in Dominica's political arena as an independent agent. Vital believes his mandate to unite Dominica's electorate will be carried out more effectively on his own. He added he is still willing to work with the DFP and any organization which shares his goals. The Ministry of Education took steps to address a spate of deviant behavior among secondary school students. A number of videos depicting fights among students emerged via social media, including one video which showed a male student in a violent confrontation with a police officer. Chief Education Officer Dr. Jeffrey Blair said the minister has noted the incidents and solicited the advice of guidance counselors to identify solutions. Wayne Benjamin was appointed cultural ambassador for the Commonwealth of Dominica. Benjamin, known by his stage name Benji N2O, was appointed to the position by cabinet in January. Minister of State with responsibility for diaspora relations, the now deceased Edward Regis made the announcement, saying Benjamin has represented Dominica during his musical career. This is Kyrie FM. You're listening to Through the Eyes of the Media. In February, 15 Calypsonians went through to the finals of the 2021 Virtual Calypso Competition following the semi-finals round at the Old Mill Cultural Center. Finalists included the nine-time Calypso champion King Dice, reigning Calypso monarch JD, and Sour Sour, the 2020 Road March champion. Four Haitian nationals were arrested following a backdoor bust by a joint coast guard and police operation. The vessel was intercepted in Tukari, where the perpetrators were caught. The vessel was recovered, however, the captain and other occupants were not captured at the time. The Electoral Commission invited over 35 organizations to make written submissions on the electoral reform process in Dominica. According to the Commission, the invitation sent to all political parties recognized civic groups and non-governmental organizations comes from Sir Dennis Byron, consultant on the electoral reform process in Dominica. While Dominica's police force and Coast Guard continue to report cases of illegal entry, Prime Minister Roosevelt Skerritt called on citizens to report any such cases they may be aware of. Prime Minister Skerritt said all COVID cases on the island in the early months of 2021 were due to illegal entry. This as police arrested four Haitian nationals for illegal entry in Tukari with others at large. A new chief executive officer was appointed for the National Hospital. Trinidadian National, Dr. William Dexter James. According to a release, James was appointed on a two-year contract and assumed duties on January 11th. Senator Annette Sanford of the United Workers' Party encouraged citizens to pursue healthy lifestyles to complement Dominica's vaccination efforts during the COVID-19 pandemic. 
While Dominica began citizen vaccinations, the UWP opposition joined forces with government officials to encourage vaccinations for the coronavirus. In an interview with Kyrie News, Sanford expressed hope that Dominica would achieve a level of normalcy after the inoculation program. Prime Minister Roosevelt Skerritt took his first jab of the Oxford-AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine at the office of the Prime Minister. Mr. Skerritt had indicated his intentions to do so on his weekly Anupali program. More than 55 emergency shelters spanning across 47 communities received emergency equipment in preparation for the 2021 hurricane season. This as the International Organization for Migration, funded by the United States Agency for International Development, neared completion of an over $2 million project to rehabilitate seven emergency shelters in priority areas on the island. Dominica's Ministry of Health regarded a statement by the United Workers' Party as unfortunate following the UWP's criticism of parliamentary representatives signing up residents for vaccination at their constituency offices. The UWP urged healthcare workers to speak out against the practice and called on officials for the Ministry of Health to distance themselves from any unauthorized involvement in the vaccination program. This is Kyrie FM. You're listening to Through the Eyes of the Media. In March, the police released a statement confirming the detention of Joanna Stewart of Castle Comfort and Linsworth Mitchell of Portsmouth. The two men allegedly flew a drone over the Prime Minister's residence before it crashed in the Prime Minister's garden near his residence. Police also indicated the men were in no way targeted and only identified when they made inquiries about the drone. The Rastafari community claims it does not subscribe to taking the COVID-19 vaccine. As of March 2020... The High Court ruled the magistrate did not have jurisdiction to hear the matter, but in a 2-1 majority decision, the Eastern Caribbean Supreme Court dismissed the High Court decision and remitted the matter back to the High Court, saying it had a jurisdiction to hear the case. The CCJ later dismissed the DLP appeal, and Senior Counsel Anthony Astavan, who represented the DLP in the matter, said the ruling holds troubling implications for future Caribbean elections. A search by the Fire and Ambulance Department was underway for three individuals who reportedly went missing on a segment 8 of the Waitikubuli National Trail. This segment of the trail starts in the Salisbury Heights and ends at Marigot and is reportedly one of the most challenging segments of the trail. Over 200 bus drivers were able to access loans from the aid bank under the government's 2% loan facility for businesses adversely affected by the pandemic. Speaking on Kyrie's hang, Prime Minister Roosevelt Skerritt said records indicated bus drivers were able to access in excess of $3 million. New general manager of the Dominica Export-Import Agency, Paula Platzko, reported a smooth transition into her new role. Platzko took up the role as general manager of Dexia as of March 1st, succeeding Gregoire Thomas, who led the agency for 20 years. The Dominica Freedom Party added its voice to what it described as a manner of policing that escalated confrontation on March 4th outside the police headquarters. In a release, the DFP expressed concerns with the nature of policing witnessed, particularly in response to protests by citizens on March 4th, who were expressing their concerns about the well-being of two men taken into custody. 
The party voiced its view police should instead seek to de-escalate situations and attempt to foster a dialogue of peace with residents. The DFP also called on the Commissioner of Police and his management team to take control of this downward spiral and return the police service to the professional and disciplined force it once was. The party went on to recommend programs to be put in place to help officers conduct themselves in accordance with the rules and regulations which govern the operation of the service. Prime Minister Roosevelt Skerritt said government will make good on its promise declared during his 2020-2021 national budget address to assist small and medium-sized businesses in Dominica. Speaking at the first cabinet press briefing, Prime Minister Skerritt announced $13 million promised over a three-year period. $27 million would be placed at the aid bank by the end of May 2021 to assist small businesses. The World Bank Board approved U.S. $25 million for Dominica for COVID-19 response and recovery development policy credits. According to the bank, this is Dominica's first World Bank project support operation and is the first in a series of two quick dispersing credits. The operation aims to support Dominica's COVID-19 response to save lives, livelihoods and jobs while laying the foundation for longer-term economic recovery. This aligns with Dominica's National Resilience Development Strategy and COVID-19 Response Strategy. Attorney at law Joshua Francis became a patient at the Dominica China Friendship Hospital, reportedly nursing a stab wound to his back. According to reports reaching Kyrie News, Francis was attacked at his home in Belfast and was stabbed in the back by a known individual. Francis is the former parliamentary representative for the Rose of South constituency and also former deputy political leader for the opposition, United Workers' Party. The executive of the National Youth Council took a decision to suspend first vice president Fire Lander for a period of three weeks following concerns about Lander's public participation in a Dominica Labour Party Youth Symposium on March 20th at the Kalinago Paranaute. The NYCD executive membership acknowledged the public concern related to Lander's participation at the event. The council's decision to suspend Lander was cited as Article 8, Section 4 of the Constitution, which states in part, No member of the national executive shall demonstrate openly in a public forum, media appearance, political platform, or at such public events, show his partnership to any political party, as this may have the potential to undermine the integrity and independence of the NYCD. It was noted that Lander's personal participation challenged the integrity and independence of the NYCD. Prime Minister Roosevelt Skerritt pledged Dominica's assistance to St. Vincent in the event of a volcanic eruption. St. Vincent was placed on high alert for the imminent eruption of La Soufria. At a post-cabinet media briefing, Prime Minister Skerritt said he had been in constant communication with St. Vincent and the Grenadines Prime Minister, Dr. Ralph Gonzales. He said, government identified areas where Vincentians could be housed if necessary, and his government would underwrite the cost. The explosive eruption, which followed in the coming weeks, would leave hundreds displaced and forests, farms, and livestock destroyed. This is Kyrie FM. You're listening to Through the Eyes of the Media. Are you looking for good eggs? I mean quality fresh eggs straight from the farm? Well, we have exactly what you're looking for. No matter the quantity, we've got the right amount. Visit us at Prince City Downstairs Kyrie FM on Independence Street for your fresh farm eggs. Or call telephone 448-7331, 448-7330. Or 448-8752. 
and we'll get you your fresh farm eggs. Digicel Prime Plan. Turn on your data to stay connected and entertained on the go. Don't stress about Wi-Fi access. Just enjoy more movies on Playgo, more sports on Sportsmax, more radio on Go Loud, and more music on T Music. No surprise charges. Only entertainment. Get a one-day Prime Starter Data Plan for only three dollars in the My Digicel app. Digicel, better together. This is Kyrie FM. You're listening to Through the Eyes of the Media. I'm Sheldon Peter. In April, the National Bank of Dominica, NBB, conducted its first day of business at its new location on Dame Mary Eugenia Charles Boulevard at the building which once housed the Royal Bank of Canada, RBC. Still in April, citizens of the Commonwealth of Dominica were issued with the task to familiarize themselves with the law and seek guidance from those who may have a better understanding of the laws of Dominica. This challenge from Prime Minister Roosevelt Skerritt, as the government of Dominica was presented with a revised version of the laws of the Commonwealth of Dominica from 1990 to 2017, at a symbolic handing over ceremony at the State House in April, the revised laws were handed to the Minister of National Security, Honorable Raven Blackmore, who later presented them to Prime Minister Roosevelt Skerritt, which was then received by President of the Commonwealth of Dominica, Charles Savarin. The revised laws, which took effect of, on March 1 this year, is a 26-year revised project of all the primary and subsidiary laws of the country. Just as the world tried to bring the coronavirus COVID-19 pandemic to a team, after more than a year of havoc worldwide, Dominica received 28,000 doses of vaccines from the COVAX facility. At the handing over ceremony at the Dominica China Friendship Hospital in April, Health Minister Dr. Irving McIntyre thanked the Pan American Health Organization, PAHO, for facilitating the vaccine through its revolving fund and assured the nation that the vaccines were safe. From April, COVAX was seeking to provide vaccines for at least 20% of the population of each participating country during 2021. In this first round of the vaccine allocations, all COVAX participating countries were expecting to receive dose of vaccine between 2.2% and 2.6% of their respective population. The government and people of the Commonwealth of Dominica expressed condolences to the British monarchy on the passing of the Duke of Edinburgh, the husband of Queen Elizabeth II. The sympathies were expressed by Prime Minister Roosevelt Skerritt after the death of a Prince Philip in April, who was the longest serving royal consort in the British history. We really want to extend our, our deepest condolences to Her Majesty the Queen and, and her family and the government and people of the United Kingdom on, 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 on the passing of, of her husband. Um, you know, 
2020. Minister for Trade, Ian Douglas, presented the supplementary amounts to the House and explained that the 7% was met through grant funding, while 92% was funded by local resources. 1% was financed through loans. The 2019 election petition matter went before the appeals court in April. The United Workers' Party had filed appeal against the results in 10 constituencies following the December 2019 general elections, which the Dominica Labour Party won 18-3. All the 10 filing had already been dismissed in a lower court. This is Kyrie FM. You're listening to Through the Eyes of the Media. We now move to May. For a third time this year, there was another delay in the sentences of Rodman Moses Reese, who was charged with the murder of his girlfriend, Tricia Riviere, in 2015. Reese, who was scheduled to be sentenced in May, when High Court Judge Wynette Adrian Roberts said, the to celebrate State Farm's surprisingly great rates, we gave this song surprisingly great lyrics. Hey neighbor, when you claim it hard to file, State Farm's on the switch of style. Great rates save you cash, so if you come join us, you'll get your coins up, oh. Now you know you can say that though, and you cover it on your ride and your home. For great service on the low, then call up State Farm, it's time to switch it up. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We now move to June. The government of Dominica announced that the American firm, which was selected to design Dominica's international airport, has received a positive assessment from Chief Executive Officer CEO of the International Airport Development Company, Samuel Johnson. Still on the airport developments, property owners of Wesley displaced as a government prepares to build an international airport could move into new homes by year-end. News media updates in June, in the case of Michal Choksi, indicate that Hiker Judge Bernie Stevenson has instructed that the Indian fugitive be brought before the magistrate court immediately to answer charges of illegal entry into Dominica. According to media reports, Choksi appeared in court in June when the hearing of the matter was brought by his lawyer to be resumed. Choksi was to present himself in the magistrate court in June for a decision. However, the judge ordered that the court documents be served immediately at the Dominica China Friendship Hospital where Choksi was being treated. Outgoing chairman of CARICOM, Ambassador Erwin Larock, has called for greater access to concessional financing to strengthen systems in the region against the threat of climate change. In June, it was announced that significant progress was being made on Dominica's geothermal project. Chairman of the Dominica Geothermal Development Company, Dr. Vince Henderson, says the government had approved all legal documents to move forward with the project. 
Dr. Henderson also indicated that contracts have been issued for the start of work on the project. There was sad news for the Calypso fans in Dominica when the Dominica Calypso Association, DCA, announced the passing of veteran Calypsonian George Mighty Acre Gervier in June. Danica Paul of the St. Martin Primary School topped the list when the grade 6 national assessment results were released in June. Two additional students from the St. Martin Primary School, while two students from the convent prep, joined Danica on the top list. At the start of the hurricane season, Dominica began three days of prayer and fasting in recognition of the goodness and mercies of God towards the nation. Parliament passed the Dominica Hospital Authority Act in June during that month's sitting. Dr. Irving McIntyre, who is the Minister of Health, told the Parliament that the new authority will improve the administration of the healthcare at the island's main hospital. Parliamentary representative for the Marigold constituency, Lennox Linton, has welcomed the construction of the nearly completed Marigold Hospital. The hospital is being constructed with funds generated by Dominica Citizenship by Investment Program. Speaking in Parliament in June, Linton brushed aside suggestions that he was not in support of the project. I was the first individual to point out that Dominica had enough money from its citizenship by investment program to build the hospital at Marigot and therefore did not need to be waiting indefinitely on the $13.5 million that had been promised by Mexico. It took many years of advocacy, of reminding, of coming into this parliament and advocating for the construction to begin, for it to happen. And I'm proud today that it is happening. Parliamentary representative for the Marigot constituency, Lennox Linton. This is Kyrie FM. You're listening to Through the Eyes of the Media. Are you looking for good eggs? I mean quality fresh eggs straight from the farm? Well, we have exactly what you're looking for. No matter the quantity, we've got the right amount. Visit us at Prince City Downstairs Kyrie FM on Independence Street for your fresh farm eggs. Or call telephone 448-7331, 448-7330, or 448-8752. And we'll get you your fresh farm eggs. Life is better with a digital prime plan. Turn on your data to stay connected and entertained on the go. Don't stress about Wi-Fi access. Just enjoy more movies on Playgo, more sports on Sportsmax, more radio on Go Loud, and more music on T-Music. No surprise charges, only entertainment. Get a one-day prime starter data plan for only $3 in the My Digicel app. Digicel, better together. Through the eyes of the media. I am Principal Julia.
Dominica stayed in a state of readiness to welcome cruise ship visitors. Tourism officials announced that they were scheduled for calls for the summer. Prime Minister Roosevelt Skerritt had announced that while authorities continued to prepare, tourism service providers were encouraged to get vaccinated against COVID-19. And Chief Executive Officer of Digicel, Nikima Roye Jean-Baptiste, called for increased partnership among all stakeholders, public and private, to boost disaster preparedness. Roye Jean-Baptiste addressed a business continuity and resilience series organized by the Dominica Association of Industry and Commerce under the theme, Leveraging Partnerships in Dominica for Optimal Disaster Risk Management. She said the stakeholders needed to assess individual roles and responsibilities in risk management. General Secretary of the Public Service Union, Thomas Leiter, said the PSU had sought legal advice regarding government's fiscal responsibility bill that was scheduled to be brought to Parliament. Finance Minister, Prime Minister Roosevelt Skerritt, had withdrawn the bill from consideration due to questions from the Public Service Union about its intent and what it would mean for public officers. Kyrie News spoke with Leiter, who disclosed that the PSU as well as other bargaining bodies were in discussion with their lawyers to get a legal opinion on the content of the bill while they waited to enter into consultations with government. Dominica's first Prime Minister, Patrick Roland John, passed away at the age of 83. A family member told Kyrie News that John died at the Dominica China Friendship Hospital about 6 a.m. He was born on the 7th of January, 1938. A member of Patrick Roland John family, Renick John, spoke with reporters. Well, um, he was brought there late yesterday afternoon. Uh, and when I arrived on the scene, I saw him. But responding, he was breathing hard. And I realized well, it was serious. I dress up for it for the for, dress up for the worst. I, he was like my mentor. And any advice, I would always check him for advice. Anything I have to do, I would check him for advice. He's a jovial guy. He does me talk a lot of politics, laugh a lot, and all that stuff. He's a special guy. He's always knows me. He knows me. You saw him last night in his final moments. When did you kind of make up your make up your mind there? Make up your mind that he was. In his final moment, from the time I came and I saw him, because that's what he, that's what he, that's what he, that I know. Why did he notice that was different? The way he was breathing, he responded, he was not responding, nothing. Meantime, Prime Minister Roosevelt Skerritt expressed sadness on the passing of Mr. John. He confirmed the state's readiness to conduct the funeral and the burial of Mr. John and announced that flags would be flown at half-staff. Also in July, Prime Minister Roosevelt Skerritt weighed in on the assassination of the president of Haiti, Jovenel Moïse. Moïse was attacked in his home. His wife, who was injured in the attack, flown to the Jackson Memorial Hospital in South Florida. Prime Minister Skerritt called the news unfortunate and noted the political instability in Haiti was a matter of discussion at heads of CARICOM meeting. Meantime, the Dominica-Haiti Friendship Association issued a call for Dominica and CARICOM to make a greater effort at helping to resolve the political conflict in the Creole-speaking country, which has been ongoing for several years. The call came on the heels of the assassination of the president of Haiti. Vice President of the Association, 
Luvensky Macias says it's a very sad day for Haitians in Dominica. Macias said although many Haitians would have loved to return home, their employment situation in Dominica and other circumstances make it very difficult for them to leave. The cabinet of Dominica made the decision to raise the minimum wage effective September 1st, 2021. Minister for National Security, Honorable Raven Blackmore, explained that because there is not a set minimum wage across all job categories, the adjustment would affect different sectors in different ways. Blackmore added that the adjusted rates would also include new job categories beyond those previously included in 2008. Dominique signed a memorandum of understanding with the World Pediatric Project. According to Executive Director of the World Pediatric Project, WPP for Eastern Caribbean, Lauren McIntosh, the signing of the MOU solidifies the partnership with the government of Dominica, despite having worked together since 2008. McIntosh disclosed there is a higher than usual demand for general surgery and scoliosis in the Eastern Caribbean. The DCP's successes became the first business on island to receive the Dominica Bureau of Standards Good Manufacturing Practices Certificate. A ceremony to bestow the honor took place at the DCP compound in Belfast. The director of DCP Successes Limited, Ivo Nassif, said now that the factory had received its certification, it could move forward with regional partnerships that have been in the works. Director of DBOS Mervyn Larock commended the company's ability to manufacture goods not just on a national level but also regionally. And the Dominica Red Cross opened its third branch office in the community of Lapline. On Saturday, July 10th, a ribbon cutting ceremony was hosted to open the doors of the new facility, which would serve Lapline and environs. Director General of the Dominica Red Cross, Sandra Charter Roll, said. This forms part of the organization's disaster preparedness activities on the island. Minister for Finance, Prime Minister Roosevelt Scarit announced expected growth for the economy by 3.4% in the next fiscal year. This projected growth came on the heels of a global economic downturn caused by the COVID-19 pandemic. Mr. Scarit said his government's prudence in the management of the country's fiscal affairs amidst this downturn caused the nation to fear out well. Growth in the economy will largely be fueled by the construction and agriculture sectors. The Eastern Caribbean Central Bank, ECCB, has announced that Dominica's Dr. Val Henry has been appointed as the next deputy governor of the Eastern Caribbean Central Bank Monetary Council. Dr. Henry is the holder of a PhD in Industrial Relations and Business, a Master's in Business Administration, a bachelor's in management and a bachelor's in law. Dr. Henry also is a chartered financial analyst and a certified global professional in human resources. She also worked as a senior investment officer at the ECCB from 1994 to 1998. She was the first woman to assume the position. A five-year term commenced in September 2021. Media reports indicated that Superintendent of Police Matthew Coffey had been formally charged for the murder of Curran Prosper. Coffey, one of several police officers under investigation for the death of Prosper, appeared before Magistrate Pro Williams, where the charge was read to him. Since the matter was indictable, meaning it was expected to be heard at the High Court before a judge and jury, 
the senior police officer was not required to enter a plea. According to the charge filed by Assistant Commissioner of Police Richmond Valentine on Monday, February 15, 2021, Coffee of River Sirik did murder Prosper of Kingsville in Roseau. The prosecution's case was led by Trinidadian attorney Keith Scotland and local attorney attached to the office of the Director of Public Prosecution, Diana Matthew. Coffee was represented by attorneys Gina Dyer Monroe and Zena Moore Dyer. Minister for Tourism Denise Charles expects that direct access from U.S. market to Dominica would significantly improve the island's tourism product. This as American Airlines announced Dominica as one of the two new destinations in the Caribbean launching flights from winter 2021. The airline released a statement announcing that Dominica and Anguilla had been added to their route map. This addition, the airline said, is part of its expansion plan for the region. Flights to Dominica were launched on December 8th. In a statement following the announcement, Charles said, the latest... Macy's After Christmas sale is going on now with great deals for your New Year's kickoff, like 25% off chic party dresses. Find amazing lingerie specials too, like bras for just $19.99. And reset and relax with designer sheets and bedding from Hotel Collection, J Queen New York, and more, 55% off. Plus get contact-free curbside pickup or pickup in store today. Details at macy's.com slash pickup. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. On the issue while the tour. The tour culminated at a popular bar in Pottersville. Following this, a number of persons who attended tested positive for COVID-19. Blackmore called for the arrest of the organizers as he explained permission was not given to host an event of such magnitude and in turn compromised the health and safety of many Dominicans. Blackmore reiterated that the laws, especially those concerning COVID-19, should be strictly enforced. And in related news, Senior Counsel Anthony Estefan expressed disappointment in the circumstances surrounding that month's surge in COVID-19 in Dominica. Speaking on the Next Level show, Estefan shared that he believed the group who held the activity, which began the cluster of cases, should apologize to the nation. Meantime, the group 767 Bike Life issued a statement on their Facebook page encouraging patrons who participated at their event to get tested. The statement read in part, From all reports made by the authorities, the current increase in local cases are linked to events held on the weekend of July 23rd to July 25th. As organizers of the tour, we encourage our patrons who believe that they have been exposed to COVID-19 to follow the recommendations and protocols set by the Ministry of Health. This is Kyrie FM. You're listening to Through the Eyes of the Media. And in August, in light of the celebration of World Indigenous Day, on August 9th, Minister responsible for Kalinago upliftment, Kozir Frederick, reflected on the progress that has been made over the years with the inclusion and participation of indigenous people in society. This year, the day was acknowledged under the theme, leaving no one behind, indigenous people and a call for a new social contract. Frederick added that the government has played a key role in new social contract through the provision and opportunities to ensure the desired inclusivity 
of the Kalinago people. Meantime, Prime Minister Roosevelt Skerich voiced that he fully endorsed the proposal for the full inclusion of the Kalinago people in Dominica's socio-economy. Dominica received help from its neighbors in the form of additional human resource and supplies of antigen and PCR tests as the country doubled its effort to halt the spread of the coronavirus on island. Speaking to state radio and the Kyrie FM, Prime Minister Roosevelt Skyrich had revealed that Cuba, St. Vincent and Barbados had made significant contributions towards increasing the island's capacity in the management of the surge and the spread of the virus on island. And due to the surge in COVID-19 cases in Dominica and based on the emergency order SRO, 21-2021, the Ministry of Education, Human Resource Planning, Vocational Training and National Excellence decided to postpone the Caribbean Certificate of Secondary Level Competence exams scheduled for Monday 9th August to Wednesday 11th August 2021. CXC Registrar Magali Celestine provided an update on the new dates for the examination following consultations with the Caribbean Examination Council. Dominican three-time winning cyclist Coef Barron represented the island in the Caribbean and Pan-American Cycling Championships in the Dominican Republic. Barron represented Dominica in the under-23 category, while his dad, Levi Barron, competed in the elite category. The Barons competed against 50 teams in the competition this year. President of the Dominica Cycling Association, Ronald Charles, believed it was a great opportunity for Dominica, noting it was the first time that the Dominican cyclists participated in the Panam competition. General Secretary of the Dominica Public Service Union, Thomas Leita, shared that there is an increase in concern for frontline workers since the recent upsurge in COVID-19 cases. The statement came on the heels of an announcement for the discontinuation of public transportation services to nurses and non-payment of overtime. The DPSU therefore called for better treatment of frontline workers. Meantime, the Roseau Health District was described as the epicenter of COVID-19 cases in Dominica as the numbers continued to increase dramatically. Over that weekend, the number of cases increased to 727. 394 confirmed via PCR testing and 333 via antigen test. The Rosa Health District had been noted as having the highest number of active cases on island. And Health Minister Dr. Irving McIntyre announced that Dominica recorded its first COVID-19 related death on August 17th. The virus claimed the life of a 46-year-old woman who suffered from pre-existing conditions. In the announcement made, Dr. McIntyre expressed condolences on behalf of the government of Dominica. Dominica received a donation of 10,000 PCR test kits from the Chinese Embassy in Dominica. The kits arrived in Dominica on August 17th and were donated directly to the government in an attempt to support the fight against COVID-19 on island. In a release, the Chinese embassy stated, Dominica and China have supported each other and the start of the pandemic, with Dominica having donated masks to China during the spike in cases last year. The embassy said China had also donated more than 10 batches of medical supplies to Dominica, including masks, protective clothing, ventilators, and forehead thermometers, as well as 20,000 doses of vaccines earlier this year. 
health psychologist Lester Guy identified an increase in stigma and discrimination against persons who have previously tested positive for the coronavirus, as well as healthcare workers. Guy, while a presenter at a COVID-19 update of the Ministry of Health, pleaded with the public to discontinue the practice. Guy also urged citizens to care for their mental health during the pandemic. He called on families to make use of the time to get close and develop stronger familial ties. He discouraged indulging in alcohol and drug use. National female shot put athlete Trinice Hamilton entered the record books but came short of advancing to the medal throws in the women's shot put at the 2021 World Youth Athletics Championships in Kenya. Hamilton, a former character games medalist, recorded a distance of 12.5 meters on her first toss. In her second throw, she threw 13.22 meters to equal the national under-20 records as well as achieve a new personal best. Hamilton, however, needed to break the national record on her third and final attempt if she was to advance to the final eight. Unfortunately, she fell short. She shared that despite being slightly disappointed in her performance, she was proud that she made the national record and looks forward to growth in the future. Meantime, coach Joel Hamilton said that there needs to be more focus placed on the preparation of athletes to perform at world-class level. Hamilton said that preparation for games of such standard goes beyond coaching and training. He believes that moving forward, plan along with a team should be put in place to assist with the development of athletes. The Ministry of Education made the decision to postpone the reopening of school for the start of 2021-2022 academic year. The announcement came from Minister for Education Octavia Alfred. Alfred outlined the decisions taken by the Ministry of Education. Alfred urged teachers to get vaccinated as at the time only 37% of teachers had been vaccinated. Police seized close to 300,000 euros in a residential surge in Picard earlier in August. An additional 149,000 euros was also recovered from a vehicle surge. And the government of Dominica considered the possibility of hosting the World Pearl Music Festival this year, albeit with local acts only. Speaking on his Anukale program, Prime Minister Roosevelt Scarrett revealed that $400,000 had been earmarked for the event. He further shared, however, that the spike in COVID-19 in Dominica at that time may result in the idea being abandoned. The island also did not host World Korean Music Festival in 2020 due to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. You looking for good eggs? I mean quality fresh eggs straight from the farm? Well, we have exactly what you're looking for. No matter the quantity, we've got the right amount. Visit us at Prince City Downstairs Kyrie FM on Independence Street for your fresh farm eggs. Or call telephone 448-7331, 448-7330 or 448-8752 and we'll get you your fresh farm eggs. In September, Prime Minister Roosevelt Skerritt said he was pleased with the progress of works on the construction of an international airport for Dominica. Mr. Skerritt led a delegation to the construction site of the airport in Wesley. About 63 acres of land was cleared to begin the works. 
Prime Minister Skerritt issued a statement expressing deep sadness over the untimely passing of uh, the cabinet colleague. Ed Regis said cabinet will honor Regis the legacy by seeking to implement the many programs and projects that he proposed to improve the lives of his constituents. The United Workers' Party expressed condolences in light of the untimely passing of Regist. President of the United Workers' Party, Isaac Baptiste, said that although Regist was loyal to his political party, he had always treated his political opponents with the utmost respect. He described the late Ed Regist as a polite, jovial, and likable national figure. President of Dominica, His Excellency Charles Savre, also extended sympathies to the family of Regist, who died suddenly in hospital. Savre noted that Regist was the second parliamentary representative of Grand Bay to die in office. The first was Pierre Charles, who passed on 6th January 2004, only three years after assuming office of the Prime Minister. Still in September, the new academic year saw online learning again for a second time since the COVID-19 pandemic in Dominica. The upsurge of cases forced the ministry to make the decision to opt for online engagement. Permanent Secretary in the Ministry of Education, Chanta Hyacinth, advised the teachers to participate in online learning ahead of the new academic year. Fifth form students began the year ahead of the rest of the student population. Several Ruby's gas stations were reportedly shut down, causing a backup in traffic in several parts of the city as vehicle owners tried to refuel. Word of possible strike action by fuel companies had been circulating. In a letter to employees, Ruby's indicated that employees would be laid off as of September 16 for a period of three months. During that time, the letter said the sale of fuel would be suspended. The company said that discussions with governments on the unsustainable regulated price in fuel were proving futile, while the company continued to lose revenue selling fuel below the cost of acquisition. Chair of the National Reparations Committee, Dr. Damien Dublin, said the formal exchange between the African Union and CARICOM had been long overdue. The first ever CARICOM Africa Summit got underway virtually under the theme Unity Across Continents and Oceans, Opportunities for Deepening Integration. Meantime, Prime Minister Roosevelt Skerritt, who attended the virtual session, along with Minister for Foreign Affairs Dr. Kenneth Darrow and Dominica's Ambassador to the OAS and CARICOM, His Excellency Felix Quegua, said he hoped this forum would foster closer ties between CARICOM and Africa Union counterparts.